Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. I told you I'd be a little bit late, and as I, I needed to get some stuff done this morning, which did not go satisfactorily, however, I got a plan of attack. That just involves me doing a little bit more walking to get that all sorted out, and then I'll reset, get everything back to scratch square one, and then I'm waiting on some responses. I've got an email out to a business for them to clarify a point, and then I'll be able to do what I really want, and then money seemed to find itself uh, in the state of, I believe it's Colorado, that I need to acquire into my bank account because I'm entitled it. Once that comes in, everything will be a little bit easier to breathe and deal with. So I've got a plan of attack here. Uh, first is just to, using cryptocurrency, build up what I need to do, get this form submitted for the money that's in Colorado to get to me. That money will then take care of a couple of different things, plus some other things I'm working on. So, as I said, I may be delayed on updates, but I have committed to doing at least one update every day, if not two, because I think it's important that I be consistent with the at least the frequency of updates, even if I'm not able to get in the morning every time. And turns out my thing that I've got next, uh, well, actually tomorrow and then the duration of next week, starts in the afternoon, which means I should be able to make the morning updates but that's provided there's actually something to update in the morning. Otherwise, I'll do it just before I start my shindig at 1 p.m. Pacific. So let's get into today's stuff. I'm ec ecstatic. I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more thrilled that there's actually nothing of strong significance worth covering. I love that. You may say, well, why? It's because when you're dealing with cryptocurrency, by and large, the coverage is like a negative deal because there's so much toxicity in the business, and I don't like to cover the toxicity, but I do have to make you aware of things that are affecting you that I'm aware of, and I may not be aware of everything because there's so many different tokens now that are spinning up and some that are spinning down, and so I have to pick and choose, make sure I know which one is going to be the most tangible, valuable coverage that I can go into. And I picked a couple today. Number one, SHIB. SHIB is trending downward. Its price as of right now is right around where its original all-time high was. If you don't know what that was, that's four zeros and three or just shy of four zeros and four. And the important part about this as its bottom resistance that it seems to be right now, there's, there's a couple of symptoms. I'm not going to detail every single symptom I'm aware of, but I will tell you that the industry in general is having a hard time and to explain a couple of possible reasons why that is. The oil industry has been going down. The stock market has been going down. And most of this is because of a couple of different things. One is the new variant for COVID, but also the Biden bill and basically trying to attack cryptocurrency, new regulations coming on board, the president going on the air and telling people that your dollars can be worth nothing. And then there's a fear uh, coming from certain circles because there's no additional stimulus coming. They've locked down the unemployment, and so you get all these companies. They're trying to inject vaccines into people's arms, and as a result, there are people who are either losing their jobs or quitting, which is going to put a strain on the system, as we expect, plus a spike in homelessness. There's a lot of different related stacking factors that, as a result, it's causing people to sell off hold, you know, their bags for whatever reason, whether it's to invest in a different thing like gold, the actual gold started to go up a little bit. 
Um, silver started to go up a little bit. Some of these other commodities started to go up a little bit. Some of the stocks, like your AMCs and your GameStops of the world, started to go up ever slightly, and then they started having some sell pressure. So people might simply be shifting money around. We see that the stable coins are doing pretty well, which usually indicates that people are trying to stabilize volatility. So it honestly could be that people are just trying to, there's just so much uncertainty, they're not sure whether they should leave their money sitting in a token that has so far this month had a very hard time of it. Some of it due to factors outside of its control. So it's having some hard time, but it's not unique to it. Many in the industry are having a hard time. Cardano, of course, being yanked off eToro that I covered yesterday has been having a hard time. Many of the tokens are having a hard time. So don't assume that it's just something with the project. Um, I can even point at Satama. Satama is up if you were bought in a few months ago, but you're down if you bought in in October, November in the run-up to the ill-fated Vegas launch. However, as with SHIB, it's down is a little bit different. It's down is based on, Satama, I mean, it's down is based on the industry at whole. The volume is down because there's not been significant new movement of things. Plus, many people may be waiting on Cytomass to come out to see how that's going to simplify their ability to work with what they already have invested. And if they find that it makes it easy to buy more, then I think that may be an enticement at that time. But as of right now, Many people are probably just kind of sitting. We call that bears. It's a bear market. In a bear market, you don't expect significant amounts of buy activity. You might not even have significant amounts of sell activity. You just have people kind of sitting and waiting. And then at some point, likely in the new year, you're going to see some significant spikes, especially when you start getting into the tax season. Because what happens is as you get money, let's say if you're able to translate your money directly into an investment like as a 401k or as an IRA, then you can avert tax obligations. There's also financial considerations for businesses because they're looking at fiscals, they're budgeting for the new year, and so money may be tight and constrained for certain, so like some of the funds and some of the banks and things. So there's a lot of, a lot of this is seasonal is kind of what I'm going with this. And I still maintain that many of these are going to go sharply upward in the new year based on the way things pan out. I do think that the so-called Omicron, or as they want to say, the Botswana variant, which it's okay to say that, but it's not okay to say China virus, I digress, is going to be an X factor. We don't know what that's going to result. They're talking about more lockdowns. In fact, some countries have already started more lockdowns. Well, if you lock things down, you're going to depress the market because people can't do what they want to do, especially if they're not able to generate the kind of revenue that they would generate if they were not locked down. I'm talking like retail and restaurants and so on. So there's a lot of uncertainty, mostly because of the variant, but also because the president told people their money's worthless or will be. The new Biden bill, there's a lot of things that are shifting what freedom you do and don't have with your money. Inflation is still running rampant. And then you have the potential for additional lockdowns. And if they don't do additional stimulus, which they're not planning to, that means that there's going to be a lot of people that are constrained in their ability to buy into these projects. So a lot of that is playing a factor in what you're seeing. And then, of course, oil and many other large industries that are affected because of the variant, they're very hesitant and nervous. So as of right now, for the most part, and I would put this across all projects, there's not been very many outside factors other than what I just described that's causing their downpours, including Shiv and Satama and, you know, Kishu and all the other ones, simply that it's, they're uncertain times. 
It may change at some point in the future, but we just don't know. So you just got to play it by ear. Then I want to cover a new token. And I want to just apologize because this is one I wanted to cover for a long time. Uh, in fact, I did a recording for it, and I purposely didn't publish it because I felt it didn't do it justice. And I've, it's kind of like a love-hating relationship, right? Because I've gone to other tokens that purport to do a similar thing. However, they have failed me, and I've always come back to this one. Now that I've understood how to exploit the exchanges to use this token more advantageously for what I'm doing right now, now I'm comfortable sharing this knowledge with you. And many of you may already know this, but some of you may not. I want to talk about it in a couple different ways. I mentioned about the so-called level twos, these coins and blockchains that are above basic Ethereum. They have their own network. They, they Coins flow through their own network, so they're not tethered, no pun intended, to gas fees and all the stuff of regular Ethereum tokens. This token is one of those. This token is one that has its own blockchain, its own network, its own structure. It has tokens of its own, like USDT that passes through the network. It has its own token. There are other tokens. I use it right now as my primary way to get money from my mining setups into my wallet. That basically costs nothing. Then I send it from my wallet to an exchange that costs nothing from the exchange, then I convert it, in my case currently it's to Algorand, but I could do Cardano ADA if I had to. I was using Nano, but Nano has had some performance issues. This one is called Tron, TRX. Tron has never failed me with respect to performance. Where it starts to fall south is something that's not its fault, which is that because it's its own network, you can't, there's no clean way to just say, okay, I've got Tron, you know, network USD Tether, just swap it straight over with no charge to Binance USD Tether or Ethereum USD Tether. There's no tool that lets you do that. Every tool to be able to convert is either an exchange, which is fine, or within the wallet, you're charged, you know, you have to go to multiple different hoops to do this because there is no straight line. The exchange is the only straight line. So what I was doing is I was getting USDT as the Tron network because there's no charge. But then as it goes to the wallet, I'm having a hard time sending it to the exchange because you need Tron coins, TRX coins, to be able to send it at least a little bit. It's like 10 cents or something. But I was never carrying Tron tokens. So I started just doing Tron tokens, and then that made it easier. I just send the Tron token to the exchange. It costs nothing. There's actually no charge if you're sending Tron tokens. The exchange, I can then sell those to USD Tether. There's no network, but it's USD Tether, generic USD Tether. Then I can send it to what I want, which in my case is Algorand, so that's a purchase. Then I can do a withdrawal to my Coinbase as Algorand, and then now I can transact with it the way I want to. This is my current trade strategy. This is not for long-term exchanges. This is not for long-term transitions. I'm just only describing how I can get from my mining setup money without spending gas fees, multiple hops, because there's no way... I was going to mine like Ethereum or Bitcoin or something else. And then you get nailed with the gas fees, especially when you go to send or withdraw. I needed to get away from that. I don't want to see gas fees. I wanted a way to hide it. Using Tron as my conduit to get it from A to B made the most sense. Outside of this, though, it's actually a very solid network and a very solid token that I think is underrated. Its performance is stellar, no pun intended. And I was very impressed with just the way that they're trying to build the ecosystem. It's fairly young. 
but they're trying to build it out to be a viable competitor to doing things over Ethereum, just like Polygon is in a, is a competitor. And they've kind of taken over, or at least are increasingly so, trying to take over the NFT space by allowing people to mint using Polygon and it costs you nothing. Send NFTs to other people and it costs you nothing and so on. The downside is that because of the way Ethereum has been ubiquitous, it's been around longer, everybody knows about it, it's everywhere, no matter what country you're in, it means that there's less, there are less people using Polygon, using Tron. So when you go to send to somebody, they may not know what you're talking about. If you go to, if you get something from somebody, you may not know how to work with it unless you learn these tips and tips and tricks. So I'm not saying it's all fairies and glitter. I am saying that you do have to be careful when you're trying to work with Tron Network or Polygon, but certainly Tron, to just make sure you're aware it's not a straight over transition like you would have with Ethereum or with Bitcoin. You can't do a straight transfer without having an exchange. If you are interested in learning about the Tron Network, I definitely recommend you check out their site understand what they're doing but ultimately just the the takeaways are going to be when you need to send or receive currency of some kind and i'm not talking from sending to an exchange but that could also be in play i'm talking about any send any send of currency right now in ethereum you know if you need to send your ethereum or ethereum based token somewhere you're going to get a pop-up that's going to tell you you need to pay somewhere between 20 and 80 in gas fees. Do, do, do. And you're like, this is a joke because you might only be sending $100 for whatever reason or you're making a payment to somebody. The Tron network is a way to avoid that initial hit of cost by using its own network to send it. So now that means that your currency, as it comes in from whatever source, if it can come in as Tron, would be ideal. You might think that you can just simply send your Ethereum to the exchange and cheat the gas fees. The problem is that most exchanges change that address for deposits because it's a custodial wallet. So you run the risk of your funds getting misdirected. You have to generate a new code every time to make sure it doesn't change. The other part is that when you go to withdraw from the exchange, you're still going to get nailed with the gas fee. They're just passing it back to you by way of the token that you're trading. So if you're trying to send $100 to pay somebody, they're going to take, you know, 80 bucks out of the cost as part of a fee, and then you're only left $20. That means you have to send more than you wanted, so it's actually costing you money just to transact with it. Why, may, why do that when you can do something like Tron, which has basically no cost to send it into your wallet, no cost to send it to your exchange, when you need to withdraw it then to something like a Coinbase or to whatever safe exchange that you want, you can then do so via like an Algorand or something else to get it out to something like Coinbase, then use that to send to somebody else. For the most part, everybody has a safe exchange. When I say safe, I'm referring to an exchange that allows you to do, you know, token A to token B pretty easy. Like in Coinbase, if somebody sent you Cardano, you can swap it to anything that Coinbase supports, right? So you can swap it to AMP, you can swap it to Compound or Matic or anything else all within the Coinbase interface, and they don't charge you a fee when you do that. The hard hit is when you're trying to get it to them. So part of it's training and learning to make sure you're, you're aware. It doesn't matter what you receive. It matters that what you receive is supported by your exchange, one. Two, that you can convert it to what you really want, whatever that happens to be. So as long as your coin pair is supported in your exchange that you use, which is really the question we should ask, it shouldn't matter what you send as, and you can consider Tron. The only thing you need to watch out for with Tron is, of course, Tron is not supported in Coinbase. 
So you'll need to use Algorand or Cardano or something else that Coinbase does support. But you can swap that within your exchange to get it to a coin that your recipient supports. Does that make sense? Like you're, you're thinking less about what token is it that I'm sending you and more about what exchange do you use? Let me worry about how I get the money to you. I'll get it to you in a form you can support. And then once it's there, you can convert it to whatever coin you want. They're going to lose a little bit of money in slippage, but it's only like a few cents to a dollar. It's not like a major amount of money usually. So a lot of this education for the other person, the recipient. Now, if you're paying bills or point of sale, I can't help you with that one. You're, you're kind of toast because it's whatever they choose to receive and you don't have control over it. I'm talking about kind of peer-to-peer transactions. You can control your cost and their cost by just getting smarter about my exchange supports X, your exchange supports Y. My job is to get the currency to you in a form of Y using my exchange to convert what I have. Once you get it in your exchange, you can convert it to whatever token that you want. And that's the beauty of Tron is that once you master using it to move money around, I'm just talking getting it from point A to point B to point C, you can then leverage it to basically minimize your gas fees to near nothing, usually nothing, convert it as you need to and send to whatever else as you need to. Just be aware you want to be careful about whatever currency you use to send to the other exchange because you also you know, if that exchange supports Tron, you can send Tron, right? Simple. But let's say they don't support Tron, like Coinbase. You want to choose something else like Algorand, for example, that has very minimal fees to it. Cardano is very minimal fees. You could use other networks that have their own blockchain. And when you go on the exchange, it's obvious. If there's no fees, those are the ones you want. So you'll have to learn how to figure out which combination of tokens is going to achieve your objective From my opinion, though, Tron is one of the best in just moving the money around to get it to the point that you can convert it, if that makes any sense. So do your own research and look on the Tron Network site. Make sure you're familiar with how the TRX token works and what the Tron Network is trying to solve. And even do some sentence, you know, get some Tron tokens in your exchange of choice and do some test sentence. You'll see that, yeah, okay, the, the fee is nothing. And then once you can master the conversion side of coin A to coin B, then the rest is easy, and hopefully that saves you money on just sending tokens somewhere else. Now, it won't help you if you're in a wallet and you're dealing with an Ethereum token and you're trying to get it into a Tron format. That won't help you because you're going to get nailed on the gas fee to do the convert. Maybe you eat it the first time just so you don't have to eat it again, but then maybe it's a token that you're bought into that you're holding for the long term. So you got to be careful when and why you do the conversion to Tron. It mostly applies when you're receiving Tron from an external source. If that's an option, you can receive it. Then it's easier to send it somewhere else. You won't be able to convert to Tron from another token without eating the gas fees. And even then, some of them may not support it, especially like Uniswap, PancakeSwap. They don't support the true Tron coin. So you wouldn't be able to do a straight conversion. You'd have to send whatever token you want, whether it's an ERC token or BSC token, to your exchange, like a Gate.io or KuCoin, from there, convert it into Tron. But by that point, you've already been nailed with the gas fee, so you might as well just work with the currency as is. I'm just hitting you with a lot of different things for you to research. I'm not giving you a straight course or answer. I'm giving you a lot to think about and processes to save you on some gas fees, because this is only going to get worse before it gets better. Now let's talk about a couple other things that came up, and these are just... I wouldn't call them news, but they're things you want to be aware of, I guess is the best way to describe these. One of these is called Shiba Cash. It's a token. It's on the Binance Smart Chain. 
Shiba Cash has been around for a long time. It came around back in May, so it's right around the time of the whole Doge and Elon tweet and then the, the Vitalik nonsense with Shib. And in its initial phases, it basically was a, it basically behaved like a pump and dump. You had a lot of people buy in and sell out, buy in and sell out, buy in and sell out. I'm sure a lot of people made a lot of money. And over time, it almost not like organically hooked its wagon into the SHIB side just by the similarity of the name. There is no comparison to the projects. The tokenomics are different. The supply is different. The logo is different. But they have, if anybody remembers, there used to be phones that looked like iPhones and they were coming out of China. And then it's like, okay, that's an iPhone, but they call it something else. They call it some ghetto name that you can tell it's the same name, but they just, they're hooking onto the name iPhone, but they just varied a little bit. That's what these guys did. So Shiba Cash is a variation on SHIB or Shiba. And then they have Leash Cash that they've just released, which is a variation, of course, on Leash, which is part of the SHIB ecosystem. So by way of name confusion, they're banking on people not being able to distinguish the two or seeing a similar project and then buying in right away. The reason I'm calling this out is that there are quite a few people bought into the Shiba Cash nonsense. I don't recommend that you buy into it because it seems like, from my perspective, it is a quality quality rug pull candidate at some point in the future maybe it doesn't maybe it does skyrocket feel free to look at it i'm just saying i don't recommend that you do but if you do just be aware this guy it seems like it's just like i said it's 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 riding the coattails of shib and it's banking on ignorance of the investors with similar naming to where there are people are confused but it does seem like there are some smart people on this thing too based on some of the purchasing but when i look at the sellout you know, the sellout strikes me as people who are just taking profit off stupid people, in my opinion. So I'm advocating that you do not buy it. But if you do buy it, do your own research and watch out for it. But I'm calling it out because if you're a SHIB trader, make sure you are paying attention to things like the logo. Make sure you're paying attention to the fact that it's not the same project. It's Shiba Cash is a completely different project, completely different tokenomics, completely different supply. There's no similarity between them at all. And that's not to trash the Shiba Cash project because it might be legit, but you just don't know until you kind of do the research over time. If you want to toss like $5 or $10 and something and just watch it, I mean, I guess, but there are people throwing thousands at this thing. And I'm kind of disappointed to see that because we don't know anything about the project's veracity. It's been around for a while, but it still could be a pull. You just don't know. So I'm warning people, especially if you're a ship holder, just make sure you pay attention to that one. Uh, it could turn out to be a solid thing, or it's not. I don't know. Um, but seeing it and seeing that they did this leash cash, and who knows, maybe they'll do a bone cash, and they'll do all sorts of stuff to just simply stump people, and it concerns me at least. It is audited, so maybe it's legit. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying don't buy it just because you thought it was SHIB. Make sure you are clear. It's a completely distinct token, completely distinct network, completely distinct team, uh, team completely distinct tokenomics there's nothing about this that's anywhere close to what shiv is doing and i want to make sure that you don't fall into a trap if it does turn into some sort of a scam and we just can't tell it in advance because usually when you're doing that kind of common naming like that you're trying to trick people right that's why i'm calling it out is the naming if they didn't name it that i would look at it and say it might be a viable candidate but the naming is a huge red flag at least for me 
So that's my update for today. As I said, I'm ecstatic that there wasn't much going on. Tomorrow, again, like I said, I'm going to be occupied in the afternoon for a couple of hours as I do this nonsense that I must do. And then I've got to work my plan that I had for uh, some money that I'm owed out of Colorado. So I will be doing at least one update per day as my commitment, and that will not change. I will do two when it makes sense. If there's something newsworthy that is coming out or, or being expressed, I will cover that in a secondary update. Also, I have a very exciting update for from another spectrum. A future episode may involve one of the people, and I think he's the key people, that's behind the new token that is that was spun up to replace, not replace, but to, I guess, supplant the Keanu Inu. So if you were at a Keanu Inu investor, you are sitting on token still. You're waiting to see what's happening. I'm talking about the person who is purportedly in front of that new token that's coming. Um, this will be a Q&A session primarily. If it goes through, he's he's reached out. We've had a brief conversation about it. Um, he seems eager to talk about it. He wants to make sure the new token gets launched safely and, hap and happy and everything before he does so. And then once that happens, uh, my plan is to have a Q&A and try to combine what he knows and what I know. Now, He's been more, as far as I can tell, embedded in the Keanu Inu project than I have. So I think it's a good combination to kind of synchronize knowledge, to rebuild the story of what got us to this point, because that will help anybody who's still holding the Keanu Inu bags, and I am one of them, to make an informed decision as to what to do next, because some people might be sitting on a bag where it's not worth the gas for the new token, and we can talk about what that looks like from the new token's perspective and the tokenomics, so I'll do an assessment of the token so I'm, I'm informed going into the conversation. Then we can do a Q&A back and forth and combine our knowledge, create that story, and hopefully help investors make informed decisions going forward. I will tell you that from the brief conversations I've had, uh, he strikes me as a person that um, feels like he was you know, possibly burned by what happened and wants to do better in the new token and make it work right. And so if he jumps on it and it's working great from ground level, that's a great thing for all investors who migrate tokens in or who just buy in. I think it's a great opportunity. And so I'm, I'm excited if I get the chance to, you know, at some point in the near future when he launches, have that conversation, talk through the mechanics of the old token, the new token, strategy, mentality, what brought us to this point, what is, what is it he knows? What is it I know? And then kind of build that story over. So that may be a more lengthy episode than the ones I've done, simply because I still need to do my regular updates. But then I'll have his updates uh, as part of another episode, probably at the second tail half. So be on the listen out for when that's coming. I don't have a target date. We're still working the mechanics. And like I said, he wants to launch the new token first and make sure it's stable and steady and get past the initial rollout because there's a lot to that. I applaud him for focusing on that event, making sure it's clean and clear. As you've heard me say multiple times, I think that's a lacking science in the crypto business. So seeing that somebody is taking the time to think it through and plan cleanly is always a good thing. So keep on deck on that. And other than that, I will talk to you guys next week.